from your favorite Queer Starfinder podcast. We would like to thank all of our new listeners who have checked us out since our interview with Cosmic Crit. Super exciting to see all of you people coming and checking us out. We're so glad you're giving us a chance and hope you're enjoying our misadventures. This week, we see the crew figuring out next steps after the adventure hook was stolen and heading to Verses to take advantage of some personal upgrades. We'll talk a little bit about leveling, some roleplay during our travel, and then get to know Abs go just a little bit better. I know we haven't had any, any new artwork for a couple of weeks, but Punder has been swamped with traveling in our 10-year anniversary trip. We should get back on schedule next week with his awesome creations. As always, we hope that you will take some time and give us a 5-star rating on iTunes, and if you have friends who like queer representation in arts and gaming, please let them know about us. We can be reached on Twitter at EQPoints, we can receive email at excoriansepoints at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, and we would absolutely love to hear from you. And welcome back to Experience Points, your favorite sci-fi Starfinder campaign, where all of us queer folks go gallivanting about the universe, committing shenanigans, and surviving game shows, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I am your host and GM, Miyu. I am Kelrick. I play Angus, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm Taylor. I play Phaedra, and I didn't die last time, so that's... Well, I mean, well, kind of, but I'm still here. <laughs> still here. <laughs> I'm Megan, and I play Captain Kira. I'm Ponder, and I play Absco Cash. Excellent. Now, Captain Kira, I believe you have a recap, so would you please fill us in on uh, what happened last time? Dear Diary, we almost died. And so we won the show, and then the snow lady stole the adventure hook right as I was about to tackle it off of the little stand it was on. But after beating the... Uh, creepy crawly critters i still feel pretty accomplished end note (laughs) (laughs) all right well that was a look inside the mind of kira (laughs) so yeah last time you you did end up beating the uh the show and like you said the snow lady silver dragon that transformed into a blonde-haired blue-eyed woman with ice and snow coming off of her uh grabbed the adventure hook Thank you for getting it back for her, and poof, disappeared. Uh, The show was all a flutter, and to keep you from suing, they have offered you coupons, rain checks, certificates, something along those lines for a free augmentation at one of the Versys clinics in the Ring Nation of Kashak. Answer. Um, um, I didn't sign anything, so (laughs) can I still (laughs) technically sue them? And do we completely roleplay that out? Is that like a thing that we could do? You 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 can try to sue them if you would like. You can go to court. But uh, these shows are not subject to packed world law. They are an exclusively Eoxian thing. So mm-hmm. if you feel like you could navigate the the Eoxian courts to sue them, I don't know how to do that. There Next week on Zombie Court, <laughs> there's certainly a bottom feeder lawyer somewhere who's willing to take this case. I'm ready to turn this into um, our own version of what, Night Court. That now I feel old. Okay, I love that Captain Kira's recap doesn't even mention the dragon. <laughs> She's just like, nope, just a person, just the snow lady. 
Yeah. She's the snow lady. But uh, dragon? What dragon? <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> you have recovered from your wounds because of the medics from the show. You have been put up in the finest Eoxian Hotel, which is uh, made to remind you quite a bit of Absalom Station. Aww. A place that offworlders are quite familiar with. Is it? And so you find yourself in your suite. Just to kick this off, you did give us the the go ahead to level to level four. Mm-hmm. And as Angus wakes up, he spent some time during recovery thinking about the situation they were just in and meditating on his powers. And I took gravity boost as my uh, next stellar revelation, which it allows me to, I can increase or reduce the gravitational attraction between myself and the terrain around me. I can add a bonus equal to one third of my solarian level, minimum of one, to athletics checks to climb, jump, or swim as part of the action I take to attempt the skill check. In addition, falling, I can reduce the falling damage by half until I'm at sixth level, in which case I can start spider climbing and just running up walls like a fool. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be something. Exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm. That will be something. So basically, as you're you're recovering, you're having these visions of, you know... uh, gravity and, and, and the positrons and how everything, how all of the universe is just interacting together and you come out with an, a new understanding and you're pretty sure you can control gravity now. Yeah, to stay, avoid spike traps. There were many dreams about spike traps coming at me and <laughs> been able to... So what, what, what are uh, Phaedra and, and Kira and Absco, what, what, what does it look like for you through the recovery process as you level up? Uh, Phaedra dreams of like training with the sword when she wakes up. She's she's training. I took weapon focus sword, so I'm I'm out here to hit hard. Phaedra decides she needs to concentrate more on her martial form, as it seems to have been somewhat lacking. The life of a psychiatrist has uh, made her forget some of her really basic training, and so she's just at it with this this long sword, going to master this weapon. Uh, Kira um, spent a lot of time meditating. And gain some spells. Excellent. Um, I'm not telling anyone what they are, though. <laughs> you spend time really in good, communion though. with uh, with Desna, and you feel her presence helping heal you and revealing more of her wisdom to you. She would also probably spend some time trying to think of this snow lady and trying to figure out what her group's next steps are going to be as the adventure hookers without the adventure hook. Right. <laughs> and what about you, Absco? Uh, Absco was very um, disturbed by, like, how close to death they all came. And um, through that, they were just concentrating on the, the lessons that they've learned. And so um, one of the operative exploits uh, that uh, they picked up was, uh, and it is a field treatment, which allows them to heal up to three times their um, operative level. Um, given a one-minute rest and spinning resolve point. And, I mean, they're, they're kind of just upset in general. Like, the, the prize really wasn't a prize for, for them because they're going to have to go back to Absco's home world. And they imagine that this hotel that they're staying in or this resort is kind of like, you know, looking at Paris in Las Vegas 
where it's just this characterization of of what mm-hmm. they know is like where they've lived for a long while. So they're they're just kind of like ready to go. Yep, that pretty much sums it up. It's it's like Paris and Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you you spent some time going over the the like field treatment manual for operatives. I just picture you have like field treatment manual for operatives, and you're just reading it. <laughs> yeah, with all the, uh, all the so pictures. basically you're reading some survival like 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 first aid stuff, like studying up on it, how to mm-hmm. how to quickly heal some wounds and things, and uh, kind of analyzing those last encounters and realizing this is your life. Yep. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yep. Well, you've all healed up. What do you want to do? I want to another mystic. Okay. If I can figure out where where I know this snow lady. Okay. That is a 17. Something is bugging you. You're certain that you heard something about some snow dragon lady thing in some obscure text somewhere, but you can't think of what it is or where it was or anything. Like it's just driving you nuts and you're and you're digging through everything you're you're trying to think of, but you can't find it. Are we back on our ship or are we in a hospital? Where are you we? You can well no, you're you are in the as it was said, the Paris and Vegas. Uh okay. you're in this this hotel resort. You can you can go back to your ship. You're free to go. You're free to do whatever you would like at this point. They just put you up there for recovery purposes. Okay. I imagine it's like billboarded as like the living space station on Daddy Ox. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, I vote we go back to the ship and make, make sure George is still there. Uh-huh. Sure. I would. I know it's more comfortable in his own space rather than at a hotel. At the ship, I would like to see if I can use my computer's knowledge to set up it. Set it up to do like a, a an info crawl, like a little worm or spider, to try and find anything about this silver dragon. Just anything to reference. All right. Angus. While you're doing that, I want to stand behind him. Angus gets to the ship along with Kira, and there's George sitting there sewing away. Angus, he's finished your clothing. (gasps) The gasp. (laughs) Hey, George, what you working on there? Uh, Just just working on some clothes. Here, I I finished that that thing you wanted. Oh, excellent. And I immediately... What exactly did you order from him again? What I asked for him to do I was remember exactly. work on my armor to make it more fitted and give it some splash and, you know, a little bit of pop. So I'm assuming right. while we're recovering, he had my armor to work on that. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see, what armor are you wearing? Gullum-forged plating. Yeah. Well, I don't usually do all this work with metal and stuff, but I was, I was able to take it in a little bit, and I found someone. We, we, we form-fitted it a little bit, and... and Added all the all these streamers and and it's pink and here you go <laughs> and sure enough uh, it's got all kinds of new bright pink adornments all over it. That sounds amazing. <laughs> including okay. including armbands if you think like uh, Ultimate Warrior style, you know big pink <laughs> armbands to go around your biceps. Excellent. Oh, George, with, with really pink streamers myself. coming off of them. This is amazing. I'm so happy. Thank you so so much. It's it's my pleasure. Did did you get your hook thingy? We did not. Of all oh. things, a silver dragon stole it from us. A silver dragon shows up out of nowhere. Slowest time. Says, It'll be on TV. You'll be able to see the, the bits of it at it sometimes. Uh, a silver dragon, you say? That's uh, that's crazy. Aye. It's crazy, all right. So, anyone else have something to talk to George about? Because <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> George, oh. I was thinking... Oh, uh, yes, Captain. Oh, um, well, you see my hat here. Uh-huh. And I, t- I take it off, and I show it to him. And I was like, 
wouldn't this look so much better if it was just a little bit bigger? <laughs> it looks at it. Ah, uh, oh, you, you want your hat bigger? Yeah. The hat looks at you. Yeah, I think I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not not too much, cause <laughs> I mean. No, 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 no. But like twenty percent like bigger. Yeah, and maybe some like really cool things hanging off the brim of it. His eyes light up. Oh, I got just the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Beautiful, George. I I'm so glad we brought you along. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to be here, Captain Ma'am. Get to work on that hat. <laughs> right away, right away. He goes right to work on the hat, puts away what he was doing, is looking at the hat and measuring stuff and pulling out different materials. Do we need to do a perception <laughs> check just to see what Whistling he was away. On? I would love to know what he was working on while we were gone. <laughs> uh, go ahead, give me a perception check. 15? Uh-huh. Looks like a jumpsuit. Uh, all right. Does it... Does, who does it look like it fits? Uh, you can't really tell, because he hasn't, like, held it up or anything. Uh, Kira? Yeah, it, it's the start of a jumpsuit, for okay. sure. And as you're looking around, you see a couple of pieces. More pieces than for one jumpsuit. Huh. Matching outfits? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I believe in oh the professional God. world they're called uniforms. <laughs> and a matching are we, outfit are we would work. team uniform? <laughs> I just, I just picture you now, like going into, going into work and being like, "Look, we're wearing matching outfits." Like, <laughs> yes, that is the uniform. Yeah, this okay. is so amazing. I love George so much. You're welcome. Oh, absolutely. I wish he could shoot a gun to save his soul, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Absco kind of saunters onto the ship. And they, um, they're definitely dealing with something. Like, they are just not excited about what has happened. And, like, they're, they're kind of like a sullen teenager, really. Absco's just dragging his feet. Yeah, kind of downtrodden. I elbow Phaedra real lightly, because, you know, Phaedra's... <laughs> She's still tender. It's like, like, what do you think's going on over there? Pointing at Absco. I mean... What's all that about? Oh, we've been having a rough go of it, but, I mean, do we know where Ab's going from? I, I don't, but I know he's usually much more saucy than this, and this is not, this is not the Absco that we've gotten to know. Uh, Angus, while you're doing that, I, I assume you're putting out your crawl if you want to give me a computer's check just so I have it. Okay, I'm like, uh, maybe you want to use some of your professional experience to, to talk to him. I got a 21. Cool. Okay, um, I'm going to... Like, pop on over to Absco. I imagine that he, or they are, like, ish. They're being broody. Yeah, I, I mean, Absco, like, got on the ship, and I, I imagine Absco, after getting on the ship, like, you know, doing their sullen walk, they went straight to the to the flight deck and just plopped in their, their chair and just started, you know, charting courses and looking for, you know, the next time frame that they can start getting out of uh, EOX. So they're they're up in the the flight deck or the bridge. All right, so I'm gonna follow him, follow them up there and just be like, "Hey, bud, oh, you're looking pretty down. Uh, what's going on?" Uh, this this was just much more than I was expecting. I mean, sure, we got our revenge on Gideon. Sure, we met another lovely android. 
Solomon, as you, as you know. Yeah. But this this was a lot, and now I'm gonna have to go to stupid Versus. I'm not excited about that. Well, why not? We get we got those coupons and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where I'm from. That's that's where the Rathani came from. I mean, oh. if I go there and I don't see family, then I'm gonna hear about it, and I haven't seen them since I left. Well, how long ago was that? Oh, I, I'd say it's probably been, you know, about ten years. Oh, we don't we don't talk much. I see the problem. Oh well, tell me what the problem is. <laughs> well, because I mean, I'm I'm having problems with it. I mean, haven't seen or talked to them in ten years. So, with, for my professional opinion, it seems that you are a strange family, and either they don't approve of who you are or you leaving, but. It's not going to be a happy family reunion, I'm guessing. Well, let me let me just put it this way: I had been alone since then. You know, Solomon was the, or um, Gideon was the first entity that I even thought about being near for a long time. And now, well, I, I guess I have you all, and this is new. This is different, and the idea of going back to my family and seeing them is just not making me happy. Well. I understand, and you know, all of us are here to talk. Some of us might not be as smart as the other. Asco <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks kind of quizzically, but, you know, doesn't say anything. Phaedra <laughs> uh, leans in and whispers, the captain's not really that bright. <laughs> She's more action-oriented. therapist. Ever. <laughs> Absco kind of leans in and says, they do like to push buttons. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it gets us killed. But, you know, all in all, we made it through, I suppose. That's true. But a lot of the time she doesn't think before she acts. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that brought us George. And George is good. She based her opinion on how big he was. <laughs> We all have our. Sorry, I'm loving Megan's face (laughs) as everyone's just like sitting here, just talking about her character, like right in front of her, and she's like, "What the hell?" You guys understand that I'm like, I'm sleeping on the couch tonight, right? (laughs) For for those of you listening, like, I wish you could see her face because it is just like I'm right here. Please continue. I don't know if I want to anymore. Like Taylor and Megan are partners. Calric and I are partners, and so these these comments and situations are very, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, Absco is like, well, yeah, yeah, but they make decisions, and I've suddenly realized that I don't necessarily want to make decisions right now. And neither do I, and well, here we are, so. And, I mean, I don't really need to bring up that we all fell for Gideon in one way or another. I mean... Not necessarily romantically, as I did, but, you know. I, I get you. So, I'm happy that we're together, but I may need y'all's help. Well, and when you call upon us, we'll be there for you. Thank you. Well, we are the adventure hookers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, while they're having this conversation, you know, this very mutinous conversation about the captain <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the bridge, Angus, you're setting up some computer worms to kind of dig your way through any systems that you can get in contact with. All right, so you've sent out a couple of worms 
Angus digging through various systems, any system you would come in contact with. Uh, as of right now, it's making good progress, um, but you're not getting anything back just yet. Totally fair, because I'm being super cautious on all of them. Because right, it's just probes, like, looking for keywords, basically. Pretty much. You've sent out uh, keyword worms that are just, like, scanning databases, looking for keywords, and trying to return anything. You feel like you've done a pretty good job setting that in motion. After um, the, the conversation with Phaedra, something uh, occurred to APSCO. Uh, and so they get up from their chair and they go uh, to Angus. Mm -hmm. um, they're like, Angus, do you remember Solomon talking about Triune? I, very, very briefly, I, I, re I remember something about it. Do you think that... Very strange. Yeah, I, I mean, do you think that the Silver Dragon has anything to do with that? I can certainly see it within the realm of possibility, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, but I've started doing some, some searching online to see what I can find. So I'll add those parameters to what I was looking at, because that's, that's a really good idea. I just thought about it. Um, I'm going to be up a, in the bridge. Aye. Okay. So okay. Just... So you can, you can add uh, that as a parameter to like make it a, uh, a higher priority if Triune is tagged in any way in, it is tagged in there along with you know yeah here you are on eox having recovered and you have coupons i'm ready to go redeem my coupon same same all right <laughs> silent well sounds like you guys are going to versus here it comes to the bridge i'm like i already have the course set i appreciate that and then i turn to phaedra and i'm like <laughs> should you text solomon and let her know our situation before we take a vacation venture. Um, did they give me my phone back? <laughs> yes, they gave you, yes, they gave you your phone back. Okay, so take out my phone, um, open up the text message, and remember the last thing that she said to me is a new number, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna text that number again, cause like I mean maybe she was just doing it as like a safety thing, and it's not safe. Like in a public a, area to just like talk. There was another interaction after that where they told us. She told you what yeah. door to what door to go to. What's, yeah. What studio? Okay. Yeah. 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 At the rest. Okay. Of so I'm gonna text her again. Um. Don't know if you saw the show. Adventure hook stolen by Silver Dragon Snow Lady. Miss you. Going to it's versus. Yes. Versus. Going to versus to redeem coupons. <laughs> <laughs> Xo. XO, Phaedra, and then I send it. Okay. Uh, you do not get a response back soon. Oh, and then I send another one that says, let me know what we are supposed to do. Send. <laughs> you get a very terse message oh, no. <laughs> that just says, stand fucking by. Ooh. I'm, just, I'm not even going to reply to it. I'm upset now. <laughs> are you going to call the rest of us, though? <laughs> or are you just going to go to your room and sulk? <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna turn to the rest of the crew. And she she said to wait, and then I'm going to my room. <laughs> okay. Did did she say to wait here, or did she say to just are are we still going to Versys? I guess we we should go to Versys. All she said was stand fucking by. So not quite sure if that means stay where we are or we just keep going. Well, I, I don't think. Wait a little while. I don't think it has to be. We don't have to leave right away, do we? I want off of this planet, and as much as I loathe to go to Versus, I think, I mean, Solomon can reach out to us wherever we're at. True. Aye, that's true. I guess it's up to the captain, though. Do we... That's what I was going to say, ultimately, captain. 
the decision maker. Uh, <laughs> Captain the button should, pusher. <laughs> we, sh we should just go. I feel as if if Solomon could hack into a menu at a restaurant, <laughs> she can find us on another planet. Well, that seems far. Wrong. All right. So Absco, I guess, uh, comes into, you know, the hangar area to let them know that, you know, we're ready to take off uh, and get the, that area ready. You are cleared for takeoff. So All preparations okay. made. You are ready to exit stage left or stage up. They're going to roll pilot in chat. 22. Absco shows off. Say <laughs> 22. Absco's like barrel rolling out of the atmosphere. Actually, I think I just for picture... this one. Go ahead. I think for this one, Absco's just like by the book. Like smoothest takeoff you've ever had. No showboating whatsoever. It's just kind of like direct and unembellished. All while holding his middle finger up to like the windshield. <laughs> like goodbye, Eox. Basically. Holding their middle finger up to the windshield. <laughs> okay. So Absco, yeah, Absco, nice smooth takeoff. Uh, you establish uh, your departure orbit, plug in the coordinates, the well-known coordinates for Versus. In fact, you know exactly how to get there so that you will arrive in the perfect uh, landing coordinates to arrive at Nabakon, the capital of Kashak, which is one of the ring nations. So for those of you who don't know about Versys, we're going to go over this and make sure Absco knows his home planet. <laughs> uh, Versys is a tidally locked planet, so one half of the planet is constantly in the sun, the other half is constantly in the dark, and there is a small ring of habitable uh, nations, or mm -hmm. habitable area around it, which is comprised of a number of nations. Uh, the one that you have your bonuses to, here's a map, by the way, for those of you watching. Uh, you can see the Fulbright and the Dark Side. The Fulbright is obviously the part of the planet that faces its local star, uh, Dark Side being the other side of the planet. And then there's that thin ring of temperate habitable area. Uh, Kashak is the ring nation that is most known for openly augmented people. Uh, this is a very progressive and forward city in that, uh, technologically speaking, at least. And I imagine that is Absco's home nation town. That works. Yeah, absolutely. I, I imagine that you will probably are from Kashak. And let's there, see. I'm assuming um, Absco's species is the dominant species. Is there home mm -hmm. open to others to visit or... You know, yeah. What, what are we, oh yeah. No, the 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 Verthani, I mean, uh, so it depends because there are all of these different nations. Mm -hmm. So each nation can be a little bit different. Um, but Kashak especially is very open to outsiders. They have the premier self upgrade clinics in the uh, in the entire packed world. Like people come from all over to get uh, augments and upgrades. Sweet. That is their primary trade here in Nabakon. Awesome. How long is the trip going to take us? Two days. Oh, not bad at all. Not bad at all. It's, uh, it's a well-traveled route. So you've got uh, two days to do whatever you would like in the drift. So I'm going to go to Phaedra's door and just give it a little... Uh, I open the door and I see that it's Angus and I look at him with like a light smirk and I'm like, are you thinking Maze Mind? I am indeed. <laughs> Just the two of them. We're like, mind. We're like two Shall little kids we? with a new toy. We're like, let's go play. Let's get our mind off all this other crap that's been going on. And 
let's just let's just go okay i have heard a lot about this maze mind would you like to kind of explain it to me would you like to okay. basically with a maze mind i believe that like we get quite sure i have it on the screen uh, and mm -hmm. maze core is what we actually want to work on together and a maze core allows us to fuse two weapons together so you get the benefits of both so like we could take a needler pistol and attach it to the end uh, or attach the firing mechanism and the the needles as part of mm -hmm. Kira's staff so that Kira could point her staff and it would shoot a needle out with poison or she could choose to stab with it or she could stab and have it have a needle at the end that then injects into if she hits with whatever All right. poison cartridge she has in her staff. We could do stuff like that for everyone's weapons, including our own. Or our okay. Or whatever. So you're going to start uh, hobgobbling weapons together. Just, well, <laughs> if we take this and slap it on here and switch it around here and ha, -ha. It, It's a special thing that Noir can do because of our Minotaur background and living in mazes and stuff. And so we've just learned to take that technology and enhance it and make everything just that little bit better and more efficient okay. this way. It's pretty cool. The basics nice. of Noir is that Noir are just highly, highly intelligent Minotaur, whereas Minotaur are incredibly stupid. Noir <laughs> are incredibly smart. <laughs> All right. So Noir are going to begin. So y'all are going to begin working on a maze core. Uh, yes. We did start working on a maze core while we had Sitsa, and we got about okay. 16 hours of work done because it was a full ah, trip, and we were working yes. eight hours each time. That is correct. Okay. So, yeah, you're working on your maze core. Uh, the Noir's natural grasp of complex patterns and shifting connections has allowed them to develop special kinds of multifunctional devices uh, using an adjustable component known as maze core. Select two pieces of equipment. It has a bulk equal to that of the bulkiest of the two items plus one and cost equal to the most expensive of the items plus one and a half times the cost of the less expensive item. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's nothing in there about uh, how long it takes. So whatever crafting would be, I'll, I'll say you get some work done on it. Definitely. Uh, you, you could probably have a couple of these done. Sweet. So we'll have those set aside for whenever we get some equipment that we want to combine. Like if uh, once we get the first one accomplished, uh, finished, I think we agreed that that would go to Kira because she was having the most trouble with weapons. And so um, once we get the first one done, Phaedra, do you want to go, go with, with me? And we'll talk to Kira and say, we have this for you. So if you have some interesting, we have some interesting ideas on what we can do with it. Yes. We'll take the time and we'll bring our first one up to, to Kira and say, so Captain, we have a pretty cool toy we've come up with, and, and we're really hoping that we can create something pretty cool that you can use to, to, to help kill things when we need to kill them. Uh, and I, I point to Phaedra, who's carrying it, and I'm like, sure, 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 what we need. And I, like, I hold it out, and I'm not really quite sure what it like, would look like. I would like to think that it would be like an orb. I agree, but like, yeah. you can see like sort of like shifting cogs and gears like a maze inside of it that's constantly moving almost like the stairs at hogwarts that are moving but all compacted into this core thing that we've done and it's all gears and stuff that just start moving yeah around. like the inside of a pocket watch I like almost, it. yeah but like so much more complicated the kind of thing that if you didn't make it and you don't know anything about it you would just stare at it and be like oh that's nice <laughs> pretty much there you cool. go, just an orb with a bunch of mechanical pieces shifting and, and moving around. Okay, so Kira 
like tilts her head and looks at it and says, "All right, uh, how exactly is this gonna gonna help me oh. in battle?" Oh my gosh, this is where you come in. Oh, this is so exciting, and I'm just like giddy. I'm like, okay, so we know you like to fight with the spear, but. You've been doing so well with shooting things as well. Like, oh my gosh, you've shot things, you've stabbed things, you've killed things. It's been really cool. And so we thought if we built one of these things, which, you know, our people like to do, and then we took your spear and provided you want to keep using your spear. I mean, there are all kinds of other weapons we can do. And I looked to Phaedra and I'm like, what do you think? I mean, the spear and what else could we do here? I mean, spear, Um, spear. I mean, there's so many options. She's got the spear, and then she's got that uh, that laser pistol. True. Oh, a laser spear would be cool. <laughs> and the thought goes through your mind there, uh, Angus. Laser spear pistol. Uh, <laughs> 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 like, if we just take the, the, the pistol port off, and then we hollow out the inside of the spear, we set up the... And I think Phaedra and I would both go into this really technical idea of hollowing out the spear and uh, attaching the trigger mechanism like into the spear do like and some being filigree able to reload it. yeah do it like a filigree sort of thing so it's this nicely heavily designed spear but she uh kira presses it in a certain space and she can fire the laser out of it and it's got the ability to hold like since it's a spear we we don't we're not limited to just the one battery pack you can put in like three or four battery packs so that as one drains it just goes on to the next one and then the next one and then you know you just you know you're done and you can just keep going and so it could could go for several fights and so i mean this is exciting this is like or you know whatever sport whatever it is you're into this is the thing and so crafting these kinds of cool things and so we could take what you've currently got or when we get to Nabokin, we can see about getting you something else if you prefer something more natural we can add like uh, there's the needler thing we, that uh, Phaedra and I were talking about earlier where we could put like poison cartridges in it so instead of shooting a laser out or fire out you oh we could shoot out fire like a with flamethrower spear. Ah, that could be fun. Are there any <laughs> are any of these things speaking to you? We'd really like your input on this as well. That face is exactly uh, what I expected. Kira. <laughs> uh, I'm not really well versed in weaponry, but I think that I could try whatever you guys might uh make for me as long as the symbol of desna does stay on the spear i'm okay with it so I, th- I think we could work around that i think we can incorporate that all over the place i mean this is the design purely aesthetic thing which i'm totally down for we can make this really pretty and we can really make desna shine in this weapon but is there so tell us more about desna i don't know a whole lot maybe you can tell us about i don't know what kind of energy does she like to put out in the world that might be helpful with you in battle. Well, Desna is the protector of the travel. Okay. So her symbols are a lot more uh, like star and things of that nature that could make a person feel in the big universe. Okay. So talk to me about how Desna would defend these people if something bad were to come after them, like a silver dragon. Perhaps a silver dragon's attack on the top of your head. Just a a weary traveler who's who's, who's just going through the universe trying trying to do her thing. And then suddenly a silver dragon comes along and says, I'm going to take your stuff. 
<laughs> and Desna's like, no, I want to protect my, my, my person here. So what would Desna do to protect you? Well, she probably wouldn't have a, a laser spear pistol. Okay, yes, that, that's good feedback. Excellent feedback. Maybe another direction. Just talk to us about what you think. Well, she probably outshone them out of existence like all the stars in the sky. If we're talking from like a religious standpoint. Otherwise, I don't know. I could ask her. I don't know if she'll respond. Well, let's, let's maybe simplify the idea. And I look at Phaedra and I'm like, perhaps you could do some translating here because I think maybe I'm too excited and she's too literal. So, <laughs> let's talk about what worshiper, worshippers of Desna would do in that situation. You've got your thing you're trying to defend. Someone comes and they're big and maybe silvery, perhaps some wings. Who knows? Kind of, kind of scary looking. And they say, I'm going to take your stuff. What would a follower of Desna do at that point? Would they say, oh, take my stuff? Or would they say, no, I need my stuff to survive. And if you're going to attack me, I need to be able to stop you. Would they focus on a shield? Would they focus on a stabby stab? Would they go a pew pew? Well, what are we looking at? <laughs> I look at Phaedra to maybe, you know, put these in Kira language with your <laughs> therapeutic response. <laughs> I think what Angus is trying to say is if you yourself are being attacked, what would you like us to make you? and perhaps there is some specific type of damage that you would like to have perhaps holy acid poisonous actually you've you've helped me here too because perhaps i have been too narrow in my thinking i mean this is this is desna maybe desna would you know want a spear that you could one end could stab and the other one you could have filled with stim packs that you could then you know poke <laughs> from a distance and be like oh i don't want to get into the fight there but i can be you know five feet away and hit you with the bottom of staff and use some health i mean that's a rage injector yes exactly that's what i mean whatever's going to work for you we want to make something that will work for you that you will use not something that's super fun for us because we have time for that we wanted to do this for you first i feel like if i were to I feel like it would be better for me to stay out of the fights, but I find myself in the fights because one of y'all keeps dying and I have to come in here and save you (laughs) or something like that. But if I could stay like back and still use Um, some, a little bit uh, of healing, uh, uh, that would be really nice or shoot from a distance. And instead of getting hurt, one of y'all gets healed. Okay, so I look at Phaedra and I'm like, so I suppose there are a couple options here. We could add a needler portion to her spear so she turns so that the point is away and then she pushes on the symbol of Desna and it shoots out a, a hypo needle full of stim healing. That could work. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an option. Alternately, we could change her spear into a trident and she could still have the end for stabbing, but she flips a switch and then two of them would shoot out. I mean, there's lots of options. We should really sit down and, and maybe think about this some more, but you get, I, I feel like my questions have been mostly answered. How about you? I think, I think we're good. We can also maybe a pistol that shoots out healing. So just change the pistol from a pure laser to like a dual laser top and needle bottom to shoot out. Oh, yeah, that could work. I could see that working. 
Hashtag amaze cores. Right? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. There's so much to do. And so we're super excited. Two days of this, Absco. Two days <laughs> yeah. of this. Well, eight out, four hours of each day is us working on the maze core. So we're only bothering for a while. They're only bothering <laughs> you the other 20 hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so Kira, your hat is done. It is 20% bigger, 20% floppier, and it has ornaments all the way around the brim. Just like dangles and jangles and, and bangles and everything. <laughs> You, you now, like, yeah, you, they swish in front of your face when you walk. It's beautiful. You look like a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, you see, like, stars of Desna and butterflies, and it's all very Desna-themed. So all these <laughs> symbols of Desna, like, wrap around your head. Perfect. Um, so I put the hat on, and I shake it around <laughs> to make the yep. most obnoxious noises. And you jangle. And... I look at George and I'm like, George, you have done it again. <laughs> George beams proudly. It is beautiful. What you, what were you working on before the hat? Like, what was Hello. what was going oh, just, on? Uh, just this idea I had. You know, uh, you, you guys are a, a starship crew now, and most most starship crews have, uh, well, the the really reputable ones anyway. They have uniforms. I know it's kind of silly and, and stupid, but I, I was thinking may, maybe you'd like uh, some, some matching uniforms so everyone can tell uh, you're you're the adventure hookers. <laughs> I think I think that is a really good idea. Now, did you have a color scheme in mind for these? Was, well, you, you guys seem to like a lot of like like pinks and purples and like some really bright colors. So I, I was I was working with that. Absco <laughs> swivels around in their chair and they're like black. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can incorporate some black, yeah. Um, mine only black, please. <laughs> oh, uh, not much of a uniform, then. Well, I won't be wearing much of one anyway. Oh, no, no, no. see, see I, I'm thinking I'm going to tailor them each to your style so you can you can maintain your personal style while, while wearing something recognizable as a uniform. If you can allow me the opportunity to turn off the color, I, I could probably wear that. Oh, Sitting there, and he's thinking... Thinking. I'll take some doing. I can do it. I'm just gonna take some doing. If you need some help with the <laughs> and just sparkles. Oh now 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 he's sitting there, he's making notes, he's like just lost in his world. He's plotting how to create this uniform that nice. will have the color, but then you can like turn it off. So cool. To like make the, the suit transparent. Also, don't, don't forget that mine has to be the best because I happen to be the captain. <laughs> he just goes, medals, got it, and is writing. And so you now have George quite occupied for some time because now he is obsessed, Absco. Like, <laughs> like, just you see him constantly mumbling to himself, maybe I could use uh, hexofluorine chlor. No, that, that'd be too toxic. Uh, maybe <laughs> if I gave it a, a bath in, in microchondrial, no. Uh, that 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 just burn when you put it on. As he's mumbling, um, I I kind of pipe in. I'm like, you may want to try bioluminescent uh, diodes. He just looks up. And he looks at you. And he looks down. And he just starts scribbling like mad. <laughs> now he is redoubling his efforts. Guys, guys, George wants to make you the absolute best uniforms you will ever see. But in the meantime, you have arrived Ooh. at Versus. There is the city of Nabakon. You see the spiraling structures, the superhighways, the sprawling city, 
I mean, this is a high-tech, up-and-coming town. There's all kinds of traf air traffic, uh, you know, low altitude, mid altitude, people coming and going from the very busy spaceport. Uh, Absco heaves like this ginormous sigh. Not like it's not negative, but they're like halfway wistful, halfway exhausted, just by looking at the the scape. And they're like, yeah, it's, this is about it. This is how it's been. I start sending pictures of what I see because I just think this is amazing. Like a lot of these buildings look like horns that have been twisted. And so the artwork is really speaking to me, the architecture. And so I'm just shooting the pictures over the little screen captures over to Phaedra's screen. And I'm like, oh, look at this. Oh, this is cool. It's, oh, this is like, oh, oh, my goodness. My uncle, my uncle Albert had a thing just like this. It was so cool. <laughs> All right. It was removed. It was awful. You guys get uh, you guys get landed and get squared away with uh, the Rathani customs officials, and you see a few of these guards here. That is what uh, the majority of the people look like. The Rathani like that, wearing uh, they're they're kind of tall, big black eyes. Lots of uh, lots of them. Almost everyone you see has some sort of augmentation here. You know, extra fingers, uh, an extra arm coming up over the top of them uh you see some of them having uh respiration things data jacks you know people pull out a thing from their head and plug it into the computer just everyone walking around they're not quite androids but they're all heavily upgraded and you have the city of Navicon. uh there is the clinics all the various clinics uh there's a list of the ones that are that will accept these vouchers what would you like to do Get fixed up. <laughs> All right. So you've you've spent some time on the on the trip, like looking through some of the menus of these places. Uh, I believe most of you were looking for personal upgrades, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. You go to the personal upgrade clinic. Be the best you that you can be. And there sits a receptionist who is herself heavily augmented you see her fingers flying faster than you ever thought they could as she's tallying things up you can tell her synaptic uh impulses are just firing as she looks up and says welcome to the Verthani personal upgrade clinic how may i help you and her, her hands are just flying the whole time well we have some coupons <laughs> <laughs> her fingers skip just a second here <laughs> coupons I, believe I think vouchers. you, I, what do you think we are? Some discount place? No, 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 We don't have coupons. I hold out the voucher from the Advanced ah, Book. but we do take those. <laughs> so. Voucher and a coupon are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. But she would uh, like to, yeah. So would you like to schedule an appointment? And then she's, uh, Absco, give me a, give me a perception check. All right. Uh, that would be a 12. <laughs> All right, Absco. It is at this moment, as she looks up and looks into your eyes, that you realize, oh, crap, you know this person. Ah. Uh. It's your cousin, Verlani. Verlani <laughs> Cash. <gasps> and she just kind of stops. Absco, is that you? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's me. Hi, hi, Verlani. Well, are you here for? Uh, do you have a voucher as well? Absco grimaces, and he's just like, 
I have one. I don't know if I'm going to use it. She just kind of snorts and says, well, have you at least told your mom you're here? <laughs> of course not. But I will. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you better hope she finds out from you real soon before she finds out from someone else, because you know she won't be happy. I lean forward a bit. I'm like, who, like you? Oh, you don't have to worry about me. I'm not going to say nothing. I don't want to be in the middle of all that. Um, you know, you should get some work done while you're here, though. <laughs> Abska looks a little, like, absolutely offended. Um, and um, they're like, just because we live in the most progressive city, or just because you live in the most progressive city, doesn't mean that everyone needs to augment themselves. She just kind of snorts. Whatever, suit yourself. These people know what's up, though. So, would you like to uh, head in now, or would you like to schedule an appointment for later? I'm good now. Yeah, All I right. think that now is a good time. Now sounds good. She hands you the paperwork. I want to make sure there's no nothing that says that we hold the adventure hook non-accountable for what happened <laughs> <laughs> for nope. the loss. Nope, okay. it's just it's just paperwork for the clinic to get uh, your upgrades. Thumbprint. Cash these in and what upgrades you want and what you're looking for. This is an outpatient procedure. You'll be uh, out for a few hours. Yeah. With the personal upgrade. Yep. And I do it. <laughs> yep. All right. Fill out All the right. paperwork. You fill out the paperwork. What about you, Absco? Absco's like really troubled. So because they grew up around all of this, like they really don't like the social aspect of like feeling like you need to be changed in order to be better. Like they view the whole process of augmentation as messy. Let's have Angus, Phaedra, and Kira all roll sense motives. Ah. And for Angus. Oh. And 26 for Kira. So Phaedra. You can tell people, uh, like, Angus, you're just, you're into your paperwork. You're like, I'm getting upgraded. I'm getting upgraded. <laughs> I've already done one of uh, these, so getting a second one to me is like nothing. Right? Phaedra, sitting there filling out paperwork, and you just kind of keep, look, like, you notice some people kind of looking at you guys weird, but you're kind of used to that by now. Kira, you realize that everyone is giving Absco the side eye. <laughs> like, just kind of one of those stealthy, like, stare at him until... They realize someone's looking, and then they look away. Okay, so I go up to Absco, and I, like, scoot in. I don't know if he's standing or whatever, but I, I slowly creep up, and I'm like... <laughs> I just picture that big floppy hat. <laughs> I know, in the like, camera. <laughs> like, Absco's face and big floppy hat. <laughs> yes. Well, it's like this lamp that has chosen to get a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> and just I'm jangling. Like, yeah. What did you do? I didn't do anything, and I, that's the problem. Everybody here changes themselves. They go in, they get procedures done, and that's just what is normal here, and I haven't. Mm-hmm, because there's a lot of people here who are looking at you kind of weird. Why do you think it's so easy for me to disappear? All right, I guess that's... You want to stay all natural, that's okay. Getting an augment is messy. Why would you want to fuse metal with biomaterial? Well, 
I grew up on a farm, so I can understand that a little bit. But after being on the show, I definitely know that I need... Yeah. I mean, part of me really wants to stand and say, you know what, no, I'm not going to change anything about myself. But you're right. That was a very scary experience. And you, they look down at this coupon and they're like, this is an opportunity. It sure is. And if we're going to get the adventure hook back from that woman, we should probably do everything we can before running headfirst into that. Yeah. I just don't want to be different. I guess maybe if I do something like a bio-augment, it wouldn't be that apparent. Exactly. See, you were on the right track. I think that a, a bio-augment would be a, the best thing. So, Absco, uh, a bio-augment you can get here in the city. It's in a different clinic. And you also know that it's considered kind of the hippie way to get augmented. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like eating whole foods, you know, like 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 someone that's like I'm I have my quinoa salad and you know makes a big deal about it. That's how that's how most bio augmented people are. Oh well, I get the natural augments. <laughs> I don't take that metal crap like you do. Well, like uh, if if I remember correctly, like there there's a whole sect of the Verthani society who don't get any augments whatsoever. Yes. In some uh, of the more conservative areas, yes, absolutely. And so, like, I, I think the bio-augment, for, for Absco at least, is just one of those ways of, you know, kind of fitting in, but being allowed to still have their beliefs. So you're like the, the person, <laughs> you're like the person sitting there going, I'm a vegetarian as you eat sushi? Yeah, but That's it, kind it, of sounds so, it sounds so, like, snobby, um, but, <laughs> like... It's, it's no, no, I get it. But but for you, for Absco, it's a it's a compromise. Yeah, it's definitely to, to a upgrade without. Yeah. So um, yeah, the, the, better for you. Is what, is what? what? Having it not visible is what I'm hearing. Yeah. And yeah. I get it. I thought that's where we were as well because those are the same augments that Angus is doing because Angus still wants to look like a full noir, doesn't want any metal or anything showing. But no mecha zombie noir. No. no. It's not like we're doing any necro augments. <laughs> no. So you're getting so you're not getting bio upgrades per se because you're what you're getting what you guys are getting are uh basically cybernetic but they're they're implanted. Uh probably nanites that are going to be programmed to revamp and integrate with your systems. Oh, so okay. for example, you wanted an intelligence upgrade, right? Mm -hmm. Angus? Yes. So yeah, they're going they're going to worm their way into your brain and excite the nerve uh, the nervous pathways and create new links to improve processing speed. Sweet. And uh, someone wanted a dex bonus. That was me. So you're going to get nanites injected that are programmed to go into your joints and replace some of your tendons with high tensile springs and things like that. Uh, so you have basically spring assisted limbs. So that you can move faster. Um, and then what was Kira getting upgraded? Wisdom. Again, they hit your your neural pathways and 
they affect him differently, whereas uh, Angus's is more about getting, uh, recalling information and, and things like that, like data storage. Uh, yours becomes more about the, the, the immediate processing of your senses coming in, helping give you like extra awareness. Uh, now, Absco, you're talking about wanting to go to a bio clinic. Yeah, so Absco kind of um, leans over to Kira and says, okay, I, I think I have an idea. And if we're going to be going up against a dragon, I know of an implant that I can get that might be helpful. Um, but would you go with me? Well, sure, I'll go with you. I mean, I'm sure that they'll they'll go off and do their own thing after this. Let me just get my implant, and I'll go with you, and you get yours. Okay. Uh, I, I'm thinking about getting a dragon glove, so I can breathe fire. That would be very nice against us. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Seen Kira, breathe fire. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you still have time. <laughs> Nah, I need that bonus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There. Well, as the rest of you, as the, the three of you, uh, Angus, Kira, and Phaedra head back into the procedure room and get your procedures done, I think that brings us to the end of our time for today. So, uh, once again, for experience points, I want to... Thank you for listening or watching. Uh, I am Miu. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Miu Plays Games. I am Kelrick. You can find me at EQ Points or at Cormalon, my personal account. I'm Taylor, and you can find me on Twitter at Milky Games. I'm Megan. You can find me on Twitter at Dungeons Meg or on Tumblr at Tiefling to Tiefling. And I'm Punter. You can find me on Twitter at Punter Drone. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.